Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, and this is Presidential Release 517. Hard to believe that June is already here. It does seem like the May presidential release just happened yesterday, and we are in the final moments, the final sprint to our national convention. It really is still hard to believe that it's been three years since we've been in person together, but I know we're all looking forward uh, to that. Glad also that there are more and more Federation meetings coming back together in person. Uh, I'm hearing more and more from members across the country how important it is to be able to get back together and get to the new sense of normal and um, looking forward to ways that our chapters continue to find and leverage the technologies to um, pull more people into the organization in many dynamic ways. So really glad that our chapters also are um, continuing to be thoughtful and responsible about how to have in-person meetings and keep everybody safe. So thank you for that. We have just gotten past Memorial Day, of course. So thank you to all of our uh, members, friends, family members who have served our nation and certainly anticipate being together in New Orleans for our celebration of freedom, which uh, has been good been good in the virtual convention, but it's really going to be great to be back together in person uh, to honor our veterans in that way. Also want to kick off this release. Many things happening this month, but I want to extend and say happy Pride Month to everybody and also to my fellow dads out there. Happy Father's Day. Looking forward to um, celebrating the honor that it is to be a dad and hats off to all of the dads out there. Okay, a lot to talk about on this presidential release. And first thing I want to share is that the National Federation of the Blind is always evaluating its priorities. Now, our priorities are set first and foremost by the National Convention which directs the actions of the organization and elects the board, which has responsibility between conventions. Now, coming out of the COVID time period, the intense uh, period of isolation that we've been in, our board has determined that we really need to reset, refocus our strategic priorities for our movement so that we can truly move our organization to the next phase of where we want to go, including working on building our membership capacity, uh, improving our diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, and so many other things. So we have engaged in the process of developing an extensive strategic plan, and that work is going to be underway uh, starting this month through really much of the next year leading up to our 2023 convention. In the months to come, Federation members will have many opportunities to provide feedback and help steer 
that process. And so this is my call to you, members of the Federation, to be um, listening for those opportunities and please engage in giving your feedback. The board really values the fact that this is our organization together. Yours, ours, it's all of ours. So we need your feedback about what we need to do to take our movement to the next level. Now, the board uh, will be working closely with the steering committee of uh, leaders across the Federation, as well as our consultant, Mission Minded. And you may have heard of Mission Minded a number of years ago. They are the organization that helped us with our rebranding in 2013. They're helping us with our strategic planning process. And so you will get an opportunity if you take advantage of it to engage with some of the mission-minded team. This process is going to help us set the next level of investments we need to make to build our organization for the future. Our strategic plan will be something that we talk about at our 2023 convention when it's done. We'll certainly be talking about everybody getting involved in the strategic plan at our convention coming up in New Orleans. Part of that is the opportunity that our board has decided to pursue to investigate the feasibility of putting together a museum of the blind people's movement. And we are getting to the end of a feasibility study here leading up to the convention. So we'll be talking more about the idea of a museum at the convention as we finish this feasibility study. Um, The prospects for our organization establishing a museum to highlight the triumphs of blind people elevate the voices uh, and individual stories of blind people is really looking positive. Each and every one of you can today start contributing and help to contribute to that effort by redoubling our efforts to make sure we're archiving the records of the organization. Plan to do oral histories with key people in your chapters and affiliates that we don't want to miss capturing their story. Make sure you're gathering documents and and highlighting the achievements of, of blind people in your local community and get those into our archive here in Baltimore. Another call for affiliates to assign uh, affiliate historians. You don't have to be an expert in how to preserve records. You simply have to be a champion to want to preserve the stories of blind people. I'm really excited about this because the stories of the people of this movement provide such rich content for learning, but also for educating the general public about the capacity of blind people. So that will be certainly part of our strategic direction. And again, we'll be urging Federation members to participate in that. Please, please continue to maintain, store, archive the history and records at the local level and make sure they get into our national archives here in Baltimore. The board of directors in May passed a recommendation to the national convention to amend 
the Constitution of the National Federation of the Blind. The recommendation of the board has been published in the June issue of the Braille Monitor in plenty of time for members to review it before it gets voted on at the National Convention. This amendment is to the membership section of the Constitution, and it helps to clarify the process for having the board uh, manage the responsibility of uh, taking action, disciplinary action against individual members, as well as uh, it codifies our code of conduct as a requirement within the Constitution, and it specifies the process for appealing decisions of the board to the National Convention. And in the last year, one of the questions we've dealt with in our Constitution is if someone has an individual matter that gets brought to the Convention, how do we protect especially the sensitive details for survivors that, that might have been impacted in those cases? The board believes that the amendment that is being proposed strikes the right balances for the organization, clarifies the responsibility of the board and what the process is, and provides a clear mechanism for members to continue to contribute to that. So I encourage chapters to uh, review that constitutional amendment, talk about it in advance of the National Convention, and our board unanimously urges members of the Federation attending the convention to support this important amendment to our Constitution. We have a number of advocacy things going on, and one of our continuous efforts is to document uh, ride denials by individuals who are using the Uber ride-sharing service. We are investigating denials of blind individuals who travel with a service animal or white cane. If uh, you use Uber, or for that matter, if you use Uber through one of the third-party services, such as GoGo Grandparent, or via Paratransit, or some other third-party provider, or if you use somebody else's Uber account to take rides and you've had a denial, we need to hear from you, continue to hear from you about your individual stories so we can document them and continue our accountability work with Uber. So the NFB would like to hear from you, and you can contact Valerie Yingling at our legal email address, which is legal at nfb.org, or you can reach Valerie at extension 2440 here at our national office, which, if you don't know that number, 410-659-9314. Our advocacy efforts in D.C. are continuing at a strong pace. Since our last presidential release, we've picked up 16 co-sponsors on our suite of bills that we have in Congress. The Access Technology Affordability Act, which is H.R. 431, 
in the House has gained five new co-sponsors. Congratulations to the affiliates in Tennessee, New Jersey, Texas, Georgia, and Minnesota for gaining co-sponsors there. Our Medical Device Non-Visual Accessibility Act, H.R. 4853, has picked up six new co-sponsors. Congratulations to the affiliates of California, Delaware, Massachusetts, Florida, and Maryland. Maryland picking up two co-sponsors on that bill. So thank you for the efforts there. On the Transformation to Competitive Integrated Employment Act, which is H.R. 2373, we have picked up five new co-sponsors. And thank you to the states of Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Kansas, and California, as well as Washington, for picking up new co-sponsors. The House and Senate will be back in session next week, uh, so the week of June 6th, and they will remain in session through our national convention. So there is plenty of time to pour on the steam and get even more co-sponsors going into our national convention. We are already at a total record number of co-sponsors across our bills. And by the time we get to convention, if we can pick up at the same pace, we will be in a really good position to move some of our bills before we get to the midterm elections in November. So keep up the great work. Congratulations on the latest co-sponsors, but don't let the rest of the members of Congress off the hook. If you need support on pitching these bills, visit our website legislative page and also reach out to our advocacy team. I want to give you one more reminder before we get to the convention about our Give 20 campaign. This is our spring into summer fundraising effort where for every $20 that you give in our Give 20 campaign, you get entered to win an important drawing for an opportunity to come to our 2023 National Convention. Or if for some reason you want to take the alternate prize, the, the, the less important prize, you can take a cash prize. But more importantly, uh, your $20, every $20 supports the continued work of the National Federation of the Blind to build capacity in this country for blind people to live the life they want. Now, our Give 20 campaign this year has added some additional opportunities for you to get chances to win. Well, first of all, you got to give 20 or 40 or 100 or more. For every 20 you give, you get an entry into the drawing. Once you've given, if you're also going to the National Convention in person and you send your COVID test in in advance of the convention, you will get one additional entry into the drawing. Now, in addition to that, if you take the opportunity to make a video and post it to social media, what we call a movement moment video, you will get one additional chance to win. So once you give, 
you can continue to get a couple of other chances to win based on those activities. So I do encourage you first and foremost to go to nfb.org slash give 20, that's give two zero, and provide the funding that the Federation needs. And also, uh, you certainly should encourage your friends and family to give 20 as well. So when you give, post it in social media. I have an announcement from our Code of Conduct Feedback Committee, which was established this year as part of the revision of our Code of Conduct. The uh, committee is asking to hear from Federation members feedback on the Code of Conduct, specifically on both how well the process works for those who have participated in the process and about the provisions of the code, the training that's provided, how clear the information is. The committee wants to hear feedback on all of those things. The committee will be putting forth a number of opportunities for Federation members to provide feedback on the code, and some of those opportunities will be coming up at the National Convention. The committee will be having office hours during the National Convention, and the office hours will be an opportunity for you to come and meet with a member of the committee to provide your feedback and share your experiences if you are interested in doing so. Those interested in meeting during the office hours of the convention are asked to schedule their appointment by emailing codefeedback at nfb.org or calling 410-659-9314 and dialing extension 2284. Now, when you leave a message or send an email, please request an appointment, and you should do that by June 30th so that they can be scheduled in time for the convention. Now, If you're not coming to the convention, you can still share your feedback at that phone number and email address anytime. If something occurs to you, if you come across something that's not clear, share your feedback with the committee. The committee is charged with making recommendations to the board of directors about how to best implement the code of conduct, socialize it, and improvements that needed to be made on an ongoing basis based on the feedback of Federation members. So please participate in that at any time when you have feedback on the organization's code of conduct. Now we are having a national convention and uh, most of you have already registered for the convention. It's too late now to register online. So if you're thinking of registering in person for the convention. You will have to do that in New Orleans. However, if you have already decided for whatever reason you cannot be at the convention in person, I do encourage you to sign up for the NFB 22 virtual experience. This is the way that we will be delivering 
online streaming content of the convention. And if you register for the virtual experience, you will be eligible, for example, for special door prizes for our virtual convention experience attendees. Now, online registration for the in-person convention is closed. The virtual experience registration will remain open up to and through the convention until on-site registration closes. But don't wait till then. If you go on now, nfb.org slash convention, to sign up for the virtual experience, you'll get emails and information updating you on the virtual sessions for the convention. Now, I want to be clear. We are not having a hybrid convention. We are having an in-person convention. But we are providing streaming of certain activities at the convention. Every day there will be some virtual component available to those participating in the virtual experience. And of course, as we have done in the past, all of the general sessions of the convention. So please register. It will make you eligible for door prizes and other benefits of the convention. Again, nfb.org slash convention to find that information. And I should say that the registration for the virtual experience is free. So if you're going to listen in any way, please participate in the registration process. Now, thank you to our NFB Blind Muslims group because our group is again providing Zoom training for individuals during this month. This is something that happened uh, last year and I really appreciate the Blind Muslims group taking on offering their time to provide Zoom training drop-in hours for the convention. Of course, you don't have to use it to get ready for the convention, but if you're learning to get some Zoom experience, the convention is a great way to get ready for using those skills. The drop-in hours will be offered on June 18th from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. To participate in those drop-in hours, you do have to get on Zoom. And the meeting ID for the training is 867-7955-6646. Thank you again to our group for the generosity of providing this training. If uh, you need to find those details later, you can also find that at nfb.org convention. Now, many of you are wondering about the convention agenda. It will be available in the middle of the month. Don't worry, it's coming. We have a lot of information to still pack into it. It will also be available on the Crowd Compass app, which if you register again for the convention, will be available to you. Our group and NFB Newsline would also like you to know that the convention agenda will be available on NFB Newsline once it is publicly released. And uh, you can read the agenda in all of the ways uh, that you can get uh, Newsline. If you're on the telephone, you'll want to go press 5 on the main menu and then press 5 again and then follow the prompts from there. You can also get it in the mobile app, of course. So uh, look for that information 
and uh, please participate fully in uh, the hundreds of meetings at the convention. So you really need the agenda as your guide to know where to be at what time. And for those coming to the convention, of course, the agenda will be available in all the uh, traditional formats. Now, one aspect of convention, you know, some things change, but some things stay the same. And one thing that stays the same is we will be having door prizes. And so I want to encourage chapters and affiliates to send in door prizes. However, the last two years, we've been collecting door prizes differently. So I want to remind you that uh, while we're requesting door prizes for this year's national convention, we're going to ask you to bring those to New Orleans or to send them ahead of time, depending on what they are. So all cash door prizes and gift cards should be brought directly to the convention and should be given to our door prize master, Bennett Prouse, during the general session on the convention stage. Please bring them to him there. If you can find him earlier in the convention, I'm sure he will take them. So cash or gift cards, please bring those directly to New Orleans and give them to the door prize team. For those that, uh, because we're in person, are seeking again to donate products or baskets or other cool things, you can send those items ahead of time to Louisiana, and you can send those to Tammy Green uh, at the NFB of Louisiana at, at this address, 4401 Kenyon Avenue, that's K-E-N-N-O-N, uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, 70122. So please send your door prizes in. If you want to uh, reach out with questions, you can contact Bennett Prouse, our door prize master, by writing to prize at nfb.org with any questions you may have. Thank you for contributing door prizes. It's an exciting part of the convention. And again, there will be door prizes for our virtual attendees who are registered. I want to take just a moment to talk about the convention and our COVID protocols. You know, it's been some time since we've been together in person, and the board of directors has considered carefully what we need to do as a community, a family, to make sure that everyone who wants to attend the convention can do so uh, safely. Now, we know that there's many variations across the country about what's asked of people going into public places and, and opinions about what it's going to take to keep people safe. Our board has set one priority, and that is it is the responsibility of all of us attending the convention to make sure that each and every one of our Federation family members can have a safe and meaningful convention experience. And so we have set some COVID protocols to try to align first and foremost to that priority. So at our convention, two things are um, really important. And um, we're asking that all attendees participate. And that is the first 
is um, that we are going to observe masking in all of the convention public areas, in the meetings, in the general sessions. We're going to ask all attendees to wear masks to make sure that we maximize um, the safety for all attendees. Secondly, we're asking that every single person attending the convention gets a COVID test and produces to us a COVID test that is negative. Now you can get the details about our COVID protocols and all the details at nfb.org convention. I encourage you to study them closely. The board has thought this through extensively to try to make the convention environment as safe and welcoming for everyone. As we know, the COVID numbers have been going up. We've consulted with experts out there and including talking to companies that do COVID testing. We believe the protocols that we've set are going to maximize safety for everyone at the convention. Now, let me give you a little more detail about the um, COVID protocols, because I know we've already gotten a lot of questions in advance of this release about that. So masking, we will be providing masks. Of course, we encourage people to bring their own, and we will respectfully ask that people mask in the exhibit hall and in public areas of the hotel when not eating and drinking and in the meetings. And again, this is something that each and every one of us can do to make sure that we're all safe. I uh, personally had the opportunity to talk with some of the leading companies providing COVID tests, and they really reiterated to me in terms of our convention that masking is one of the best things that we can do to encourage the safety and health of all of our uh, attendees. Of course, we do encourage vaccinations, but also hand washing and good practices in that regard. Our hotels um, have plenty of hand sanitizer stations available. We encourage you to bring your own and make wise decisions about helping to reduce the germs in the convention environment. Now, if you're coming to convention, we do and will require from you a negative COVID test before you will be permitted to participate in convention meetings in the hotel. So I do encourage as many people as possible to get a COVID test in advance of coming to New Orleans. First of all, always a good idea before you travel anyway, just to be sure. You can take that COVID test up to 72 hours before your check-in at the hotel. You don't have to take a test in advance of the convention, but we do encourage you to because uh, there will be some incentives for those who test in advance. Plus, you won't have to wait in line for that component at the convention. So a lot of questions about the specifics of testing. We do strongly encourage you to test in advance. We will accept both a laboratory test, a PCR test, or a rapid antigen test. We will accept an at-home test. We ask you to send your test results 
in advance via email to test results at nfb.org. And again, I'm sharing this with you. All of this is available uh, in detail on our convention page. So if you're sending your results in advance, uh, or if you're taking a test in advance, you can send your results to test results at nfb.org, including uh, your full name as you are registered because we're going to match that to your registration record. Now you can also bring your proof of negative test directly to the convention. If you're taking an at-home test, of course, you'll need to take a picture of that test because they tend to expire after uh, 15 minutes or something. So you'll need to take a picture and send that time-stamped picture to test results at nfb.org. Now, as part of uh, this effort, our friends at IRA have agreed to assist convention attendees with testing and submitting their test results. So you will be able to use IRA in that window, uh, 72 hours before coming to the convention to take your test, get the results and have it submitted to us in the proper form. So photos, screenshots, electronic documents, as well as paper documents are all acceptable. And you will need to, of course, produce a individual test for each person that is registered. Let's see, a couple other details. You don't have to test in advance. You can come to the convention and uh, we will provide you with an opportunity to test. We uh, are onboarding a third-party provider to do the testing at the convention, and that testing will first be available on the afternoon of Monday, July 4th, and that detail, uh, we will disseminate more details about that as we get closer to the convention. But starting July 4th in the afternoon, you'll be able to come to the convention and take a test. Those tests will take 20 minutes. And again, until you have tested and we've gotten a negative test, you uh, will not be able to participate in convention meetings. How is that going to happen, you may wonder? Well, once you produce a negative COVID test, you will get a wristband an orange wristband that has Braille on it. And that indicates to convention uh, anyone in the convention that you have taken the COVID test and have tested negative. Now, you will need that wristband to pick up your convention registration materials. And don't miss this fact. You will be able to pick up your convention registration materials on July 5th. I know, get back in your seat. That's a change. Convention registration will be open on July 5th. So if you haven't picked up your registration materials yet, you can, you can go to meetings as long as you have the wristband. Attendees will have to wear the wristband or their name badge, which you can't get without the wristband during uh, all convention meetings. Of course, you can wear both if you want. The wristband's pretty cool. And I'm pretty excited that we're extending uh, registration this year to open on July 5th. But remember, if you test at the convention, you're going to have to wait in line. So please consider testing in advance. 
We are providing some incentives for those who test in advance. We'll be eligible for possibly winning some gift cards, of course, not waiting in line as long. And if you also give 20, you'll get a bonus there. So you can really help out in all ways by testing in advance. But if you can't, it's okay. We're prepared to test you at the convention. And if you should need a test later in the convention, we will have resources to be able to guide you to where to get a COVID test. Again, all of this is on our website. We also have a new individual who has committed to our Dream Makers Circle. The Dream Makers Circle is a way to make an end-of-life gift commitment to the National Federation of the Blind. It's really easy to do, and it's a great way to help the Federation be part of your legacy going forward. Thank you very much to Austin Michael Colliers of Roanoke, Virginia, for being the newest member to commit to the Dream Makers Circle. I do have a few Federation family notes to share with you here on this release. I do regret to inform you that the District of Columbia, our Sean Calloway, our president there, has let us know of the passing of two members, Jackie Kelly and Jaquita Patrick. Jackie Kelly and Jaquita Patrick passed away during the last month. Illinois uh, informs us of the passing of Edwin Rodriguez, who has been a member in our Illinois affiliate going some time back. He passed away on May 21st. Now, there's some hard passings to let you know. They're all difficult, uh, but some of these are more difficult than others. And I do need to let you know that in the last month, uh, we mourned the loss of Joe Ruffalo of New Jersey, who passed away quietly on May 3rd at his home, surrounded by friends and family. Joe's passing came after a long struggle with cancer, which was the result of exposure to Agent Orange during the Vietnam War. And so definitely on the heels of Memorial Day, thinking a lot about Joe Ruffalo. Joe was a longtime leader in the National Federation of the Blind, served as president for many years of our New Jersey affiliate, as well on our national board in many, many capacities, um, honored to have served with Joe on our national board. He had struggled the last couple of years. Uh, we were all hopeful that we would get to enjoy a national convention with him in person. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. I had the honor of uh, going with some of my colleagues from Baltimore to his funeral. Also, I need to let you know about the passing of Jeannie Massey of Oklahoma on May 21st. Jeannie was 52 years old. Uh, you may know that Jeannie was serving as president of the National Federation of the Blind of Oklahoma and as our treasurer on the national board. Jeannie 
has struggled for quite a while with a number of health concerns, but since very early this year has spent considerable time in the hospital. And in April, she had a fall and broke her hip that she was never really able to recover from. This is a very hard loss. Uh, Again, all of them are hard, but especially uh, losing one of our officers currently serving has touched a lot of people. I had the opportunity to attend Jeannie's funeral in Oklahoma, along with uh, other members of the board of directors and members of our affiliate there, uh, had the blessing of meeting Jeannie's family. And I did have the opportunity in April to go to Oklahoma to visit with Jeannie while she was in the hospital. She put up a very good fight, and she would want all of you to know how proud she is of this organization and how much she believes in each and every one of you and each and every one of us and wants us to continue the fight in her memory. I should also share with you that she did join the Dream Maker Circle this year before she passed. So keeping all of these members in our thoughts and prayers, I have one more to share with you, and that is the loss of Don Banning from Louisiana. Don was a longtime leader in the National Federation of the Blind of Louisiana. He served as uh, second vice president. He was a retired teacher of blind students, made significant contributions to the organization in so many ways. I know he was very much looking forward to being at the state convention Uh, which happened in person in April, and he didn't make it there and unfortunately won't be with us in New Orleans. I do encourage you to keep all of these great Federation leaders and those I may not know about in your thoughts and prayers. We will also have the opportunity to remember them at our national convention. I do have one joyous bit of Federation family news to share with you as we come close to the end of this release. And this comes from Kyle Kuiper of Arkansas, who um, celebrates news from the central Arkansas chapter that our member there, Joshua Goolsby, and his wife, Emily, were joined by the newest member of the NFB of Arkansas on May 5th. Madeline Ray Goolsby came into the world on that day weighing six pounds and eight ounces. So I would welcome Madeline as the newest member of the National Federation of the Blind and congratulations to the proud parents outstanding members of our Central Arkansas chapter. This brings me to the end of this presidential release, and I'm pretty excited because that means the next step is our national convention. I do encourage you to come by the presidential suite. If you're going to be at the convention, say hello. I'm looking forward to shaking hands and being in the same space with thousands of Federation members. 
I do want to acknowledge that in the Federation, as we do our work and as we emerge back into local communities, we still have a lot of challenges around us in society. I know that um, a number of our communities have been dealing with significant trauma from mass shootings. I would encourage us as we go out into the world that we use the spirit of love and imagination that we get from the National Federation of the Blind to spread that spirit in our local communities and to bring the sense of optimism and hope and determination and togetherness that we find in this movement to other places. So my heart goes out to those in uh, local communities who are dealing with some of these tragedies and I know that it has had an impact on some of our Federation chapters and so I just wanted to acknowledge that here as we come to the end of our June release. Looking forward to a great month and to our national convention. But before we get there, we have our customary endings. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. Thank you for being with us tonight. And we will not be having a July presidential release as we will all be heading to NFB 22. So mark your calendars for our next presidential release live on Tuesday, August 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can contact President Riccobono at 410-659-9314 or via email at officeofthepresident at nfb.org. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Riccobono and I'm going to tell you a joke. Oh, why can't you tell an egg a joke? How come? It will crack up. Hi, I'm Oriana Riccobono and I'll be telling you two jokes. Why can't pirates get past the alphabet? Why? Because they're stuck at sea. How do you get a squirrel to like you? How? You act like a nut. Wow. Well, you know, it's summertime, right? Yeah. Did you know that there's a theory that mayonnaise makes everything taste better? Yeah. You did? Yeah. No, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, it's Cole's Law. The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind. Office of the President at nfb.org, 410-659-9314, www.nfb.org. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.